day four, and they haven't noticed that we're filling in for Jim Leach. I'm surprised. Because yeah. they would have pulled us out by now. I was going to say, well, you would think the lack of yelling would tip them off that, right. that Jim's not in. Maybe you want to listen to who else may be in his, his place. Mike and Molson filling in, and uh, the Jim Leach Show begins every day with this. Springfield Business First on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Chance for us to talk to some great local businesses in town. One of them happens to be Two Men and a Truck, and Travis Blaney is on with us. Afternoon, Travis. Good afternoon. Good talking to y'all. Yeah, great to talk to you, too. And uh, you do this every year, the Travis Blaney Challenge. What, um, how long have you been doing that? So this is the, this will be the third year here in Springfield. I did something similar when I lived in North Carolina. Uh, I put it on hiatus for about 18 years. And um, uh, we, uh, I got, I got offered to be in an organization called Real Men Wear Pink Mm -hmm. for American Cancer Society. And and so the, the idea there is that local guys will raise money for breast cancer awareness. Mm-hmm. That happened three years ago. Uh, the uh, They want you to earn a, a certain amount. They said, here's the minimum you're supposed to go. Mm-hmm. And I thought, how am I going to earn this minimum? And, you know, being into golf and, and having done it in the past, I go, this would be easy. All I got to do is hold this little golf out <laughs> and get people to come and you know, pay to play golf. Done. So, um, that's how it started up again and became uh, – um, yeah, like I said, it's the third annual here in in Springfield. So you you say easy. I I don't imagine it's easy to put together a golf outing. I mean, tell us all that goes into it. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so uh, the idea is easy, I guess. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I usually start this about February. The the tournament is the outing is in September, and I start about February gathering sponsors and trying to find people who will give things away to help you know with charity and mm-hmm. and to donations and stuff like that. So uh, it it. It's a it's a full time job almost, and luckily I work for a company that allows me to do that. You know, one of our our core values is giving back to the community. So when I told them this is what I want to do, they said, "Yeah, do that." Yeah. So I use some of their time too, which is great. So it's, it's, it's nice <laughs> to be able to do that during the daytime hours. I think you know I think that's fantastic, and what a what a cool way to take on uh, fundraising in this vein. So what do people need to do if they want to be a part of the Blaney Challenge? Yeah, so the best way they could do is they go to our Facebook page, uh, which if you search up Blaney Challenge on the Facebook page or go to Facebook and search it, you'll it'll pop up, and it'll give you all the details there. There is a link that you can register. If you're looking to sponsor, we're looking for sponsors still, so I still need sponsors for uh, holes. I need sponsors for items to give away. So, like, we have uh, – I've already sold a towel sponsorship, a golf tee sponsorship. Nice. Um, we have sold um, – you know, I've sold um, ball markers in the past. Um, and, again, the, the Blaney Challenge is a little different because it's um, it's not like a regular golf outing. If, if you go out and you think this is going to be real serious, it's not um, – I'm putting it on, and if anyone knows me, it's not serious. So, nice. um, it's yeah, we're we're going out there and, and doing a bunch. Each hole has its own rules, um, and and <laughs> oh, so great. you know, if you want if you want to if you want to sponsor a hole and you think it'd be fun to have a different kind of rule for your hole, let me know. Oh, oh nice! Oh, I love this. Um, yeah. Yeah, so like sometimes the pants you know, a lot of are <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot of outings have like you know a straight scramble format. So mm-hmm. one guy, you know, one person hits it, and then everyone hits in the same spot. Right. I've got holes that are scramble. I've got shambles. I've got player on ball. We have a half Gilmore hole. Um, I think this year, if I get permission, I'm going to do a ten cup hole where we um, 
uh, use some uh, um, lawn tools to play with. So uh, it's 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 a little bit different. And if you're going out there for a serious golf tournament, you're going to be upset that it's not serious. This will probably be upset. You. <laughs> that's that's awesome. We, we just go out there and have fun. Yeah, so we have a lot of fun with it. And uh, um, there's prizes. And I actually just got confirmation today that Green Hyundai is going to give uh, is to, going to have a. Uh, a 2021 vehicle. I think it's going to be the Tucson. Um, and so, it, you know, one good shot, you can win that car. Oh, Holy and cow. So, that's really cool. Yeah. I hope that's so, a tin yeah, cup hole. I, I'm really good off the tee with my shovel. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Travis Blaney is with two men in a truck. We're talking about the Blaney Challenge. What's the date of the event? It is September 12th, and it starts at noon. It's at Piper Glen Golf Course. And the entry fee is only $80, so it's oh, really wow inexpensive to get in um, because that includes your golf and your cart. It gives you lunch. Uh, you get great. six drinks if you wanted sodas oh, or uh, adult drinks and, you know, your prizes and things like that. So for $80 a person um, and you play on four people team, you know, four person team, we've had a couple of times when people played on two, two person teams. Um, it's really inexpensive to get into it. So oh, as I say, do you put together your own foursome if you want, or if you're just a single player and like, Hey, just, I want to play in this and put me with whatever. Do you have to have a foursome or you can come in as a single player? You can come in as a single player. Um, again, I make up the rules as I go. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Hey, whatever you want to do. <laughs> do you have a fundraising goal this year? Um, you know, I do. So um, I would like to uh, I'd like to have three thousand dollars that I donate to American Cancer Society. Um, and I was I had a I honestly I, I had a bigger goal. The COVID-19 um, hindered a little bit of my fundraising to start because I just felt a little um, I don't know, creepy is the word. But, it, you know, with, with everything Uneasy, going on and people yeah. struggling with stuff. Yeah, I just it just didn't seem like the right time to ask some, you know, ask people for things. So I'm a little behind on some of that. But um, it. Uh, yeah, that would be my goal this year, and um, if I exceed that, that's fantastic too. So, because all the money goes directly to American Cancer Society, and they use that for um, uh, supporting, you know, obviously awareness and, and money, but supporting the early detection, the prevention, the research, even patient support like wigs and rides to treatments and things like that. So, it all goes directly to them. It's not going, you know, um, it's not going, I guess, to, to fees mm -hmm. or right. you know. Um, Staff and, so, yeah. and correct me if I'm wrong. A, a lot of uh, the, the, that'll stay with the local organization, right. so it's going to affect here in Springfield. Am I am I correct about that? Th that's correct. Yeah, every, it, it stays locally, and um, and so it's a in part of that. The, the way it's going to work is so again going back to the real men wear pink. Uh, it's actually going to go to the real men wear pink, and they have a bigger donation um, okay goal. Yeah, and so it's it's helped them raise their money too. So awesome. Well, it sounds like a great time. Yeah. And for a great cause. Yeah, it's so. a lot of fun. I know it's a, a labor of love for you. It's uh, the Blaney Challenge with Travis Blaney, two men in a truck. If you go to Facebook and search Blaney Challenge, B-L-A-N-E-Y, you'll find it there. Travis, good luck with the tournament this year, and have fun and make up all the rules you want. <laughs> we will. Uh, hopefully you guys get out there. I'd love to see you guys. Would, would love to do it. Good golfers. Would love Come to out do it. and play, so it's fun. Thanks, awesome. Travis. Thank you very much. I can't believe they're raising the taxes. We'll never be able to afford it. We all have to leave now. See what you're missing? Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, that's what you're missing. If you want a gym to scream at you. you we always, still have it. We can always... Oh, my God. I can't believe they're raising the taxes. We'll never be able to afford it. We all have to leave now. Uh, I love the smooth sounds of him <laughs> screaming over the hall of notes. <laughs> I can't go for that. Oh, my God. I can't go for that with the taxes. Oh, my God. So. Oh.
I'm glad you I'm glad you played that because I think some people may have been missing out yeah. going, oh my gosh, what's going on in the world? I need some normalcy. Oh, thank God Jim's yelling. You tell you can tell the time by how loud he screams. Oh, <laughs> must be a quarter after three. He's really getting cranked really, up. Right? Oh my God, I can't believe they're raising the taxes. We'll never be able to afford it. We all have to leave now. <laughs> they're going to ask us to leave soon, That's I think. All right. That's I'm all right. not we're having, having any fun, fun anymore. <laughs> um, the Daily Poll is at WMAY.com. Here's what we're asking you today. Should students return to the classroom in the fall? Yes, back to normal. No, uh, I'm sorry, a mixture of in-class and online. Or no, complete online learning curriculum. Those are your three choices. Hmm. Uh, and right now, a majority of you, 41%, are saying, yeah, go back to normal. Hmm, Daily Poll, sponsored by Adams Pest Control. For commercial residential real estate inspections and termite control, cast your vote now at WMAY.com slash poll or on the mobile app. Let me ask you, have you ever used DoorDash to deliver your food? I don't think so. I, I'm very much... I don't even like having the pizza delivered. I feel guilty. I don't, I don't either. It's like, I can, it's, go, I can go get it. Right. I can just... I, it's usually <laughs> it's just quicker. over there. It's just usually quicker with carryout, and yeah. I'm the same way. Like I'm just like, I'll just drive myself, but... DoorDash is a big thing. Who knew how perilous it was, though? Because I don't. I imagine it's. I don't know the people. Maybe six two nine seven nine seven. If you are a DoorDash delivery driver, I don't know if it's an hourly wage or you get paid per order or what exactly it may be. But there is a woman in New Jersey who is a DoorDash driver, and there was a giant rainstorm that that happened. But she still wanted to make her delivery because hey. That That's person right. wanted their McDonald's or whatever it is. It's the DoorDash creed. That's <laughs> no rain, rain nor, nor floods, nor dark of the, night. Until we'll keep, keep this DoorDash from this delicious delight. That's how it goes. I wear the DoorDash uniform and I <laughs> will perform my duty. I will get it there on time and hot. <laughs> so all of a sudden she attempts to drive through deep water, which uh, is a no-no. Uh, turn no, around, no, don't no. drown. Exactly. So instead, she just plows through because that's the DoorDash way. Must get the food to you. <laughs> uh, that's when her car began to fill up with water uh, and start to float towards a large viaduct opening. Viaduct? I don't know. I don't know. Why not a goose? <laughs> you beat me to the punchline, USOB. Uh, so anyway, she managed to get out of her car, but the 30-mile-per-hour current pulled her with the vehicle oh, wow. into the drainage system that runs below the city. Her and the car went into yeah. the drainage system? so her and the car go, Foom. that's how big this viaduct Good was. Grief. So Foom. she goes in. Police then say the woman was, quote, shot out of the system. Oh, yeah. She was because like, we've seen like the Six Flags log flume. <laughs> Foom. Because you've seen those. Those are crazy pictures sometimes when you right. see that video when you just get this giant deluge of rain and the, sto the mm -hmm. storm sewers, like the the, the, the manhole covers just start firing, firing off all over so the place. she comes out the other end Shawshank Redemption style. <laughs> exactly. Hold and a Dufresne. Uh, and was able to deposit it into a river. She will swim to the other side of the river. And then climbed into a backyard mm -hmm. and just kind of passed out. How long of a ride did she take, does it say? They said it was on a mile. Wow, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. It was just... Holy was, crap. Yeah, she was just... Wow. She's just flying down there That's through the sewer system. Then she shoots out. I don't know what the judges gave her on the landing. I don't know how much splash came. But then she swam and got into a backyard. Homeowner called an ambulance, and the woman was taken to the hospital. She didn't appear to be injured, but she was definitely, quote, out of it, according to the police. 30 miles an hour in a tube for a mile. I mean, you're in there for a couple of minutes, probably. Yeah, That's she was in there horrifying. for a couple of minutes. Yeah, she's in the sewer system, flying around for a couple of minutes, wow. and then... 
So did Shout the customer out. get their food? Uh, I don't know if she yeah. held on to it or not. Yeah. I mean, that's a DoorDash way. Yeah. You would think she would have held, held on to it. You've let us down, soldier. Okay. <laughs> if if the cops then deliver it, you can imagine someone going, well, this bag is soggy. Yeah. Like being upset about it. You're like, not getting it. I'm going to give you a two-star rating. <laughs> you're not, oh, I hope she, I hope they didn't give her a bad rating at the end of that. <laughs> you know what happened. Uh, you know the person Not my problem that she went <laughs> into the violin. What's going on? I, where, where's my sandwich? I ordered five tacos, and they're, they're not even there. there. Right now. By the time they got here, they're cold. They're, they're and they're wet. Before. It's gross. One star. One star. My gordita was not, <laughs> not warm when I got it. People are jerks. I ordered Pepsi and it was all watery because it was like half Pepsi, half sewer water. I don't I know what like was that. going on with this DoorDash driver, but I will mm. not go to them again. Never again. I'll make sure and look that Lisa's not my DoorDash driver next time going through viaducts. A couple interesting developments oh, yes. in sports that we're going to talk about after the news. IHSA has announcement and a possible announcement from the Big Ten later on today. We'll discuss both. Coming up. Football, 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 football. Running and tackling, really big guys rolling around in the grass, chasing after little football, 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 football. football. <laughs> That's a good song. I like it. Micah Molson in for Jim Leach, News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. More news than I expected for us to get this afternoon yeah. as it pertains to sports. We'll start on the national level and then go to the local level because the big story of the day. Now, yesterday we got to announce that the Ivy League had said ixnay on any fall sports. Now we just get word, and I, about an hour ago ESPN broke the story and now it has become official. Uh, the Big Ten Conference, and this is announced earlier today, that it will play a conference-only football schedule in the fall of 2020. Interesting. Which means that any non-conference games will not be happening. It'll just be within the conference. Big Ten playing Big Ten. That's all. And it, and apparently, this is the first domino to fall in college football, in you know, outside in the FBS, in, in the actual uh, college football championship, because now apparently the Pac-12 is looking to follow suit and follow this to cut down on travel. Uh, so the Big Ten Conference announced this. They said as long as it's safe to do so, this decision will apply to all fall sports. So it's not just football; it's going to be all fall sports. Not uh, high a lie. <laughs> yes, the high lie team. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, according to ESPN. Uh, if college football can be played, the Big Ten preferred to help ensure teams wouldn't, you know, COVID-19 to be easier than rather than traveling all the way out to the West Coast. In addition, in addition, the conference announced that summer athletic activities will continue to be voluntary in all sports currently permitted to engage in such activities. Um, they also said that uh, players who opt out and players can opt out of participating in the fall sports season without the fear of losing their scholarship or risking their good standing with their program. That's sensible. Yeah. Uh, big, Like I said, the Pac-12 is expected to uh, go conference-only uh, scheduling as well, according to a report from The Athletic. ACC football is also expected to play conference-only games. Uh, if the Power 5 schools play uh, conference-only schedules, then the ACC would assist Notre Dame with as many games as it needed because Notre Dame is not a member of a conference for football. 
So Notre Dame is already going oh, wow. to lose out on a game that was supposed to be played against Wisconsin this year at Lambeau Field October 3rd. They play Na- So they would need a lot of help filling out a schedule because they're, they don't have a conference they play in. So, all the, uh, so yeah, uh, the conferences now need to fill some holes. There's all these weird combinations that were— uh, Well, yeah, yeah, they said 36 other schools will be affected by this decision by the Big Ten that they'll have to figure out. So, like, NIU plays two Big Ten teams, mm-hmm. so now NIU— in, I don't know, what do we have between now and September 1st? So in two months, NIU has to call around and say, hey. Can we come play football at your place? Exactly. Do you have an, a, do you have an <laughs> ability to play football? Let's let's try to figure this out. And so 629-7970. And we started this conversation uh, a, a day or two ago about, okay, now, now we're starting to get a picture of what sports is going to look like come the fall. Um, and is this exciting for you? Is, is it even worth it for them to that, do it in such a strange, pared-down way? That is the question of the day, I think. Is, is all of this even worth it? to go ahead and because you're just playing within your conference how does this affect a possible playoff mm-hmm. because you're you're not having those big time matchups right so now all of a sudden how and you you're affecting other schools down the way the power 5 will be okay and i understand the biggest thing is the revenue that college football brings into your university as a whole you can't lose out on television contracts the universities need those mm-hmm. in order to have other sports so if college football doesn't get played, then all of a sudden you're out all that money. Six two nine seven nine seventy. From the fan standpoint, though, um, yeah, you're right. When when you get to the playoffs, it feels almost like. It's a victory, but it's sort of a half victory. It's a hollow victory. You haven't really, you know, you've you've earned it, but but you didn't really go through all the paces. I mean, the crux of the season, the, the big time of the season is the Big Ten Conference itself. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the grind. But you had other big, out of Big Ten games, Michigan was going to play somebody. You always have those marquee matchups early on in the season. Like, for instance, Wisconsin-Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that was a big, that was going to be a big game at Lambeau Field. Now it's not going to happen. And so if the Big Ten does this, and the Pac-12 does this. Now, the SEC, as of right now, they don't plan to change anything, which is interesting because right now, the southern part of our of our country is where we're seeing the most spikes. Right. But the SEC, so how does that That's all? Good point, yeah. How does that all? How does that affect everything as it pertains to rankings, mm-hmm. to the playoffs, and is it worth it to just? Just to stay in here and just to be like, well, we played these games. To your point, what did we actually accomplish? We, you know, we. It's a little bit different than our normal season, but at least we played the games. Is that is that really worth the possible risk? Just to say, hey, we played these games. And an update on what's yep. happening locally now, as well as it pertains to high school football. Right. So less than a week after announcing its phase four return to play guidelines for the IHSA sports, uh, so they had moved to phase four. They have now sent out a new revised set of guidelines to schools today, including prohibiting contact drills and any physical contact among athletes. Wow. Yeah, it's a significant change from the Phase 4 guidelines that were approved by the IDPH uh, released last Friday. Teams are allowed to begin practice under the Phase 4 guidelines earlier this week. Additional changes include a requirement that all persons must always wear masks, the IHSA is still uh, working to determine if that includes outside while social distancing. Right. They're not sure about that. It also clarified there must be a strict 50-person limit to any indoor activity. So we can't get over that number. Uh, so it's making big changes. There was also <clears throat> talk about 
the locker room, they have to be able to stay six feet apart within the locker room. Uh, so that's another change. And how do you how do you play a, a football game or a basketball game and not come within you know not not make contact first of all or at least that's going to be the biggest really close to each other. That's going to be the biggest thing mm-hmm. uh, in this whole situation of now they're saying some sports will be able to like cross country for instance may still be able to go on mm-hmm. now the because you can socially just you can have the runners and just kind of they just run against the time they don't run against each other but you're right. Football is so hard to have social distancing involved. Uh, so this is kind of a big blow when it comes to the summer workout programs going on because it's kind of constantly changing. In fact, uh, Elmore, Elmwood Park, their athletics Twitter account, tweeted that uh, they were canceling all summer camps now that they ri- originally had scheduled weren't going to happen because of the limits on number of people and because of the limit on contact and everything else. 629-7970. Man, you feel for kids going into their senior year who are looking forward to this uh, and and probably not going to happen. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I just really would like to kind of gauge, is it worth it? Should we continue on in this situation if it's going to be for the for college football, just conference games, and for high school football, is it is it worth if, – if, how are you going to do it? I mean – do you, if you want to play the games, no fans in the stands, probably, mm-hmm. if you're going to be, or do you legislate only certain parents can come in? Like if you have 40 seniors who are, you only get so many parents in the stands. These are questions that we're going to have to, to answer soon because, I mean, right now, looking at the schedule, we've done Glenwood football for the past 13 years here on uh, WMAY and looking forward to a 14th. But it's one of those things of the first game. I think starts end of August. We're we're, we're coming up. Yeah, we're we're coming. To, they're going to have to start making the decision that if they've rolled back within five days, they went backwards and mm-hmm. what they're allowed to do. You know, pl- player safety too. I mean, if you're not being able to be in contact and have contact with players while you're practicing. How do you expect to not get hurt not when you really go into a, a game? game yeah. Well, right. Well, how do you how do you expect to go right into a game and play that way? Here's how you do it: laser tag. <laughs> you don't tackle anymore. You, you just, just you, you shoot just, them with a laser. Just laser guns. Yeah, I okay. tackled you. Pew. Or do you turn it into a seven on seven situation with flag football? You and could. And there's less there's less contact you there. Could. Or or do you do what the Ivy League's going to do? And move football to a spring sport instead. You just you scrap it for here and say, we're going to move it to the spring. But then people are going to say, well, what about kids who are three-sport athletes? Basketball seems almost impossible. Well, they're going to try that. They're going to try it in a bubble down it. Right. But, but that's entirely different than high school. But I'm thinking NCAA. And yeah, right, games. exactly. Hi, you're on WMAY. You know, guys, to me, I don't really care. I mean, was, as far as the college is concerned, I'll watch it because it's better than nothing. I mean, I think that's what's going to be the attitude for a lot of people. I, you know, what else are they going to do? You know, they're trying to do the right thing, and I appreciate that. But and I just wanted some kind of football that I could watch on Saturdays. So, yeah, they're trying to figure something know. out. Yeah, and I just I wonder when we get there, will it be as exciting, enjoyable, or, satisfying? Right. Yeah, it, sure. It's we don't be know. Different. And then for the high school kids, I feel sorry for them. Maybe they'll start doing. Uh, uh, illegal games. In other words, they'll just like you know, meet us at Potter Steel at one o'clock and keep it quiet. You know? <laughs> like you like used to do back in schoolyard. Thanks for the phone call. Yeah, yeah. Well, you ready to rumble? He's like pop up football game. Ah, we're not going to be sanctioned. Here we go. <laughs> but I wouldn't. I guess that is on the table to move it to spring. And quite honestly, that doesn't. 
That doesn't bother me. I mean, at least the kids. Right. I mean, I understand there are some kids who play multiple sports, and it would make them choose between one or the other. True. Uh, but at the same token, do you just go rather than trying to go through this entire landmine of figuring out like, okay, well, this because then you start running into if in college football you're getting conferences, and it wouldn't affect the the CSA because they only play within conference anyway. But maybe certain school districts have flare-ups. Let's say in Bloomington, they have a flare-up, right. and you're supposed oh, right. to play normal U-high. How do you handle that? Because now all of a sudden you're not playing that game. Or you get to the playoffs, and Chicago teams, do you just put them in a bubble, and you only get a different <sighs> Man, Chicago? that's an excellent question. You get a Chicago champion. You get a Central Illinois, Springfield area champion. I mean, what do you do? Because yeah. when you get to that point around November, if what experts, and we don't know with the disease what's going to happen, but let's, for instance, say, we get that another spike in early November when you're getting towards the playoffs, and all of a sudden, what, are you going to bring all these kids from different parts of the state together into one area? Let's say you're a parent, and right, something for some, you know, the one of the downstate schools is playing, I don't know, Naperville or something. Right, yeah. Do you feel comfortable sending your kid up there knowing that the prevalence of COVID-19 is higher? Well, last year, East St. Louis opened the season. In Naperville, it's a great. So all of a sudden, if Missouri's open and they get a spike in cases, mm-hmm. and you, I mean, granted, St. Louis is in Illinois, but it's just right over the border. Do you feel comfortable going? Yeah, we're going to drive three hours with this entire football team yeah. and their fans, and come into a different. So I don't know. It, and, and like the, the previous say. caller said, I appreciate they they're trying to find right, a solution in the dilemma. Uh, the 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 unknown is when we get there. Is it going to feel like it's a satisfying game will you will you tire of it where you go oh wow this is not what i expected uh and i understand they need the revenue and they need the tv money um but again there's just something hollow about it and even staying regional how you know it's one of those things with the big 10 like some of those are on the east coast when penn state and that kind of stuff and and how do you handle an outbreak in a different state like Mm -hmm. that i don't know it's it's just they're trying their best and i get that and i appreciate that but I just don't know if it's going to be a hollow because if you get into November and all of a sudden it runs through a campus, right? And you can't go play. You have to play at a, I don't know, a neutral side, neutral field or something, or a team has to has to go ahead and forfeit. I mean, don't be surprised if they're making decisions week by week, where that, something yeah. that you thought was going to a game you thought was going to be played has to be canceled because if something happens in the state where they're from, I mean, any any of those scenarios could happen. Yeah, look at Clemson when they brought all the kids in for the voluntary summer workouts. 37 of their players tested positive. They had to shut things down. So that that's that, that's a lot of players on a football team. Daily poll today at WMAY.com asking you, should students return to the classroom in the fall? Yes, get back to normal. Or maybe a mixture of in-class and online. Or no, complete online learning. Don't go back to school. Cast your vote at WMAY.com slash poll. Brought to you by Adams Pest Control for commercial, residential, real estate inspections, and termite control. I think it's just stagger. Let some kids go early, some kids go late. So not all together. 629-7970 is how you reach us. Mike and Molson filling in for Leach. And um, it's not Monday, but we got a, got a doozy well, of a... I tell you... Um, and this is, yeah, it, it's about monkeys, but it's also about coconut, which is a... Oh, uh, it's so gross. Yeah, it's one of those foods that we shouldn't be eating anymore. No, why, do we, why are we doing that? But if you're all into coconuts and, what, and you're all yeah, into the coconut, coconut water milk and, and everything else, stuff there... Your mounds, um, bars... It's possible that your coconut was harvested 
by slave monkeys in what? Thailand. That's right. Oh, that's not cool. Don't make don't make the monkeys go do your business. Kulop is a pigtailed macaque. Um, he's intelligent, sociable, able to communicate. Oh, nice. But instead, since he was uh, when he was still an infant, he was stolen from the forest. Oh. Don't shoved be into doing a that. cage and uh, went to a special specialized monkey school. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. that's very exclusive, though. Um, and what happens, I guess, is that there's this whole cartel of people who are training monkeys to go pick coconuts oh, that ultimately get sent overseas. PETA is not uh, is not happy about this. No, I'm I'm not happy about uh, it. Yeah. Not just PETA. I am too. They found 13 plantations and training schools in southern Thai- southern Thailand where monkeys were forced to pick coconuts. Uh, they've been trained they get trained for 3 months not just to harvest coconuts, but to ride bicycles. Okay, that's okay. To shoot basketball. <laughs> do yoga and sit-ups and mm-hmm. pretend to lift weights. Oh, so they can get their CrossFit in, too. So not only are they... Uh... All right, so you go into monkey school, right? You're First of all, you're, you're like, oh, I don't want to be here, but I've got to go to monkey school. Yeah. Don't you want to go to the cool class, like bicycle riding, rather than <laughs> coconut picking? <laughs> when you're just like, oh, man, I got stuck at coconut picking. Son of a... Look at so-and-so over here. They're so calm. They get to do the yoga class. I can see all the angsty monkey teens. Son of a... Huh, I don't want to do this. Mr. Henderson's such a gorilla. Oh, God, I can't stand it. Make me do more sit-ups. Lifting fake weights. I can lift real weights. So are we going to have to, like, remember when you had to have dolphin-safe tuna? Right. It had to be plastered on the packaging? Right. We're going to have to start wanna, getting, like, I want to make sure that this Like, coconut... monkey labor-safe mounds bars? Yeah, that this, this coconut was actually picked by a person. Not a... Yeah. What are you doing? Don't make them do your dirty work. Um, what are they getting paid in? Well, I guess you... Um, they're, they're sold to farmers for about... A the thousand monkey, bucks. The monkeys are sold to the farmers. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Once they once once they graduate monkey school. Oh, okay. Gotcha. They gotta. They gotta. Well, there's a good. There's a good. The job placement rate for monkey school is out of just out of control. Just so good. You've got a, worked hard low these three months, and now the future is yours. We got a ninety-eight percent bicycle riding, coconut picking, basketball playing, <laughs> anything you want. The world is your, your oyster. oyster. Um, Come to monkey school, and 98% of our graduates are placed in a job right out of monkey school. And I guess because there is such a uh, insatiable demand for coconuts. Uh, See, all you people drinking your coconut water, look what you're doing! And coconuts have become the new superfood. Sales have rocketed. Um, and so now they're, they're, all your fault. they're left to training monkeys to pick pick your damn coconuts. Put the, put the coconut water down and just drink regular water. Really? And your coconut Jeez. milk and all your other stuff. Gross. We'll have a Mountain Dew like a regular person. Yeah. Hey, hostess, quit making the snowballs. No one likes them anyway. (laughs) No one eats them. They sit around forever, and these poor monkeys are picking the coconuts for them. All right. We're going to meet down at the state capitol. We're going to burn hostess snowballs. (laughs) Yes, that's what we're going to (laughs) do. Protest. Um, He he said, when we we do get freaky, we love Robin's song, Sex sex Therapy, or or like I like to say, (laughs) Sex. (laughs) 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 Let's have sex. I want the other one with the nurse. That's another good one. Oh, that's, yeah. that's a classic. It's a great tease, too. And then just at the end, just couldn't figure it out. It's Mike and Molson on WMAY filling in for Jim Leach. 
629-7970 is how you reach us. And we have a... It, this one's a... I was a picky eater as a kid. Oh, do you have it queued up? Do you find it? No. Oh, okay, that's fine. So I was a picky eater as a kid, and this is an interesting question that you brought to my attention because there's just some things... There's some things where you don't eat as a kid, like I didn't like salad or spinach or anything like that as a kid. Mm-hmm. Now... Kale, spinach, power greens, whatever it be. I'm like, give me more. So we want to hear from picky eaters at 629-7970. What's something, because like you say, you kind of grow out of these things. Mm -hmm. Uh, What's something you can never get yourself to eat and why? Where you go, you know what? I, yeah, there are some things where I've uh, come a long way and decided this is fine. Um, yeah, I never ate any fruits. Not not a lot of fruit besides apples. Mm-hmm. So like now I'll I'll eat some strawberries. I've eat raspberries, blackberries. Uh, that stuff I didn't eat as a kid. But I'm trying to think of something in six two nine seven nine seventy. Maybe there's something you have something you would not eat as a child and still will not eat as an adult. Um, Boy, I tell you what, something that always has grossed me out, cottage cheese. What on earth is going on with cottage cheese? It's just cottage cheese just looks disgusting. It looks like it was left out too long. It's lumpy. It's good. Yeah. I'd like, I don't want to know what's going on with that. And I remember as a kid, yeah, my mom doing, the, you know, it was like a half-sliced peach and the glob of cottage oh. cheese in the middle, you know, when they would do that. Yeah. Um, and it was just, it was one of those dry heave moments of, what is this? No. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, so years go by, and I see it there, and I go, you know what? I should at least, I should at least give cottage cheese a, a chance. No way. Really? That's yeah. still not good? No, terrible. I've never I've never had it in my entire and life. You're right. It's look, it's consistency, it's, consistency. it's, it's just everything's wrong about that's it. That's why I don't because it's just yeah, it's goofed. Hi, you are hey, on yeah. WMAY. Hello. Nice to hear you two back on the radio Thank again. Thank you. Hey, uh, I'm I'm with you. I used I never liked to have that stuff you were talking about with the salad, the spinach and all that stuff. And now, you know, I can come home for dinner and we fix that and I love it, but there's I noticed my taste buds have changed on a lot of that sort of thing, but no way on liver. That ain't happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would tend to agree with you on that one. It was a handful that, of years ago that I discovered Braunschweiger is actually liver. Oh, no. And, and we used to have that at all the house the all the time, and I, I didn't know. I thought it was Braunschweiger. <laughs> When I it's looked like, at it, I was like, oh, it's oh, liver all no. put in a blender and made into a paste. <laughs> Whose idea was that? 629-7970. Hello, you are on WMAY. Go ahead. Oh, brown swagger, since you brought that up, that's the best. You mix yeah. that with in your scrambled egg. That's good stuff. <laughs> um, you don't sound old enough to have gone through the Depression. I don't know why... What's that? I said, you don't sound old enough to have lived through the Depression, but apparently you're still eating Depression food. <laughs> no, but my uh, relatives were Germans. So. Oh, okay. There you go. Anyway, but, um, and cottage cheese, eat it with, uh, eat it with, um, with fruit, or in the summer, mix some, you know, chop up some tomatoes and some onions and that kind of stuff, and mix it up in there. But the word, so that's how you eat those two things. Okay. Um, but beets are the worst. <laughs> I cannot eat a beet. Nasty. Yeah. Is it? Is it a? Is it a consistency thing? thing, or is it what? Is it a consistency thing? What is it about beets that just you go? No, thank you. Oh no! It was the it just the, the flavor. Yeah. Okay. I, All right. Yeah. 
one time as a kid, and oh no, never, never again. <laughs> I don't blame you. Appreciate the phone call. 629-7970. We're talking about if you're a picky eater, just uh, foods as a child, you're like, no way. And still as an adult, you're like, don't want any part of that. I don't know if I've eaten beets per se, but I had beet juice in a drink. <laughs> And it wasn't bad. It wasn't yeah. as bad as I thought. I was like, I've never had beet juice. I don't know what's going on with that. And I ordered it in a cocktail, and it wasn't bad. I like beets. I don't know if I would eat beets. I like beets. I like, I like fat beets, but I don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't like beets to eat. You are on WMAY. I cannot to this day get an olive down. Really? But I can eat an entire jar of Jardinere. No problem. That's so weird. I'm the same That's way. That's interesting. Olives are so gross I, to me. I'm like, no thanks. But Jardinera, I'm like, slap it on. I, yeah, as soon as I as I bite into it, it's done. I can't. Nope, we're, we're done. But, man, frost, hot dog. Yeah. I, yeah, hung over maybe some eggs. I will throw Jardinera on. But uh, your cottage cheese dilemma, mm-hmm. big old dollop of grape jelly. Oh God! Oh wow! That makes it. That makes it even worse. Oh, I don't know if I would dollop of grape jelly or here's my choice of a cottage cheese so far: a dollop of grape jelly or cut up tomatoes and onions and throw it in there. Mmm. And a slab of Braunschweiger. I think it's that. I think it's that cottage cheese juice that comes with it. Oh yeah, it's just uh, which is not supposed to be there. No, it's not. It's supposed to be dry. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like a good ricotta. But uh, cottage cheese, no, no, thank you. Yeah, but you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't drink the juice. No, I, no, I don't go at the end of the ricotta cheese and be like, mmm, the deliciousness. No, <sighs> thank you on that. That's messed up. Hi, you're on WMAY. Food I cannot stand mm-hmm. is sauerkraut, and I think oh, part yeah. of it is the name. It does have an unfortunate name. Yeah, it just, and it, it's just so unappealing to look at. That just the weird, like brown color to it. Well, and I don't mind cabbage. Twice a year, my mother-in-law would make it, and we would go and visit, and you could it would permeate out of the house. You would get in front of the front door, and you could smell that. And it's like, nope, not going in, not today. No visit today. <laughs> I don't blame you. German girl. Yeah. yeah. This is a German girl saying <laughs> yeah, this. You're like, no, thank you. It's got, thank out you. for me. It's All got right. a funk thank to you, it. Thank you, Karen. Right about that. Six two nine seven nine seven. You're talking about picky eaters who, um, you know, as you mature, sometimes your tastes change. Yeah, oh, maybe big there time. was something that you hated when you were a kid, but you love it now. Um, and uh, I wouldn't eat any type of fish growing up as a child, and now I could be a pescatarian. Yeah, I tuna, salmon, you know, grouper, oysters. Oh. No, okay. that's another. That's okay. another one where I go. Because then there's yeah, there's the oyster clam kind of thing. Yeah, then, I mean I like scallops and I can do mussels, but oysters no. Just yeah. the, the 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 thing about the biggest thing for me as it pertains to what I just say no to is just the consistency yeah. of it. It's just the just the 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 oyster thing is just. Oh. I don't mind oysters, but they're hard to enjoy because you don't. You don't chew them. No, you better not. Um, and so it's just kind of a it's it's like a it's a lot of work and not a lot of payoff. No. Hi, you're on WMAY. Hi. Um, also, I uh, like the other call. <coughs> Excuse oh me. God, you having something? <laughs> oh, right oh, 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 oh. Sorry. sorry. God, it's cheese. I had some oh. <laughs> sauerkraut. Sorry. Hello. Hi. Yeah, we're here. What's going on? Oh, okay. Yeah. When I was a child, um, the family I grew up in would uh, fill our bowls full of broccoli soup. Broccoli soup. And we would have to eat it. It Mm. was the worst-tasting thing a child could ever taste. 
So, as an adult, anything that has broccoli in it, I pass. Huh. Have you had to eat, so no broccoli cheese soup for you? You're like, uh, out. I can't stand broccoli. You should have seen this bowl of soup we had. <laughs> it was as disgusting as it sounds. I was going to say. Pure green. Ew. Just horrid. Ew. And we had, as kids, we all had to sit at our, you know, our little kid table, mm-hmm. and we had to eat this crap. <laughs> They're eating steak. Yeah. I got stuck with broccoli <laughs> soup. The jerks. <laughs> oh, it was horrible, man. And I'm just, I can't deal with broccoli as an adult at all. I can't, you know, I just can't deal with it. I don't blame you. That sounds like you had a bum wrap of broccoli there. If you're a picky eater, what can you not bring yourself, even in your adulthood, to, to even try? Hi, you're on WMAY. Just rampant okra. What? Okra? Scramp. Scramp? All right. Still not shrimp. sure what she said. Did she say shrimp or shrimp? spam? I know okra was in there somewhere. I think she said shrimp and okra. Mm-hmm. I've never had okra. I hear okra is okay. A little fried okra. Uh, the the cilantro debate is always interesting to me, too. There the are people there, that say it tastes like soap. Yeah, I've not had that experience. I haven't either. Some people just react differently to cilantro. Uh, yeah, my wife is one to just like, no, thank you. Doesn't bug me. Doesn't uh, bug me any. Right. Tastes like soap. We'll Gross. Take some more calls here in a bit. 629-7970. It's Mike and Molson filling in for Jim Leach on WMAY. Wouldn't be the Jim Leach show without some black eyed peas. That's right. And we were talking about if you're a picky eater, you know, there might be things that you used to hate. hate. Uh, that now you've grown into, but there are things that just absolutely dead no deal breaker. Uh, a couple people are saying mayonnaise. That just again, this is that weird. I don't glob use. Of... It doesn't bother me, but I don't use mayonnaise for anything. Like yeah. I usually say, hold the mayo, and it's not because I don't like it. It just it doesn't do anything for me. Well, and, and don't you eat dry sandwiches? You don't ever have any toppings on your sandwiches. Yeah, I just any have the condiments. meat. No, I just have meat. On the, um, lunch meat and some bread. Yeah. Why are you looking at me weird uh, like that? You need something. No, it's need fine. Some mustard the way it is. Or some no, it's oil fine and way. vinegar or something. It's fine the know. way it is. I don't need that because then it's going to get all over the, my desk and yeah. everything. Because I eat here at the office. I, I don't need all that noise. I'm a, a simple of, man, Johnny. A lot of people have uh, problems with tomatoes. Again, yeah, I used to be. I used to be. Uh, I used to be no tomatoes, but I don't mind tomatoes now. Onions still are a hard no for me. Mm. Can you think of anything? Well, you, you had mentioned seafood. Yeah. Um, Was there anything that I didn't like but like now? Well, yeah. Seafood is a big one. I think part of that, though, was I take that back. I, here's Here was my culinary uh, journey as a child as it pertained to seafood. Salmon patties and fish sticks. <laughs> so I don't think I really got a good cross-section no. of seafood in that situation. That's true. That's a bad... Uh... So... Now I'm a little more open to it. So yeah. I think I think I just didn't get the right quality products in the first place. When I was a kid, there was a long stretch where I didn't eat pizza. Mm, really? Where I was like, nope to pizza. Didn't want any part of pizza. I know. What kid does that? Now I'm like, I love pizza. Um, how about the, the fat on meat? No, I, that, that's a no-go for me. Really? I, I like to, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't mind it. I'm not as bad as my wife is with it, but- if there's a big hunk, like I, I cannot stand prime rib, prime rib. Hmm. Just too much fat in there for me. I'm just like, yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, 
So you want a nice, nice lean cut of something. It's very weird, yeah, because I think growing up, it was always, I cut that gross, wiggly but, stuff off of there, and now it's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Well, I was going to say... <laughs> I was gonna say I'm no to that, but it's like, ah, oh, you fry up some good pork belly. I don't mind. It's like, it's like I don't know, no beef, no, but everything else. I'm like, ah, oh, that's okay. It's Mike and Molson. We're filling in for Jim Leach here on WMAY, where it's just about 4:30. Go to Culver's West on Wabash and uh, call for curbside pickup 726-7991. 726-7991. Culver's West on Wabash. Water chestnuts are another one that are gross. I don't even know what's what purpose they serve. I don't even know where they come from. Yeah, are they? Yeah, I don't. I don't either. I don't think they're like from the peanut family, are they? I don't know. Or do you? Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't think they're actually are they like, nuts. They like Brussels sprouts. I think it's sprouts? a root. Is it a root? I don't know. It's terrible. Whatever it is, yeah. maybe a root. Brussels sprouts. I've changed my mind on too. Those I aren't like bad. Brussels sprouts. You put a little bacon in with them and glaze them. I mean, they don't become healthy anymore. Right. I'm back on the Jim Lee shorts. Jim Lee show. That is. It's now five twenty-four. I was combining show and four, and it became short. No, no, you, said no you said shorts. You said Jim Lee shorts. I back on the Jim Lee shorts and Jim Lee show. That is. That's actually where he is. <laughs> What's that? Uh, he's part of Project Runway, pitching his Jim Lee shorts. <laughs> what? Uh, what? Yeah, apparently not. Sorry, Jim. Here's your dose of leech for the yes. day. It's Mike and Molson filling in on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. So get comfy with this one, ladies okay. and gentlemen. Strap it in because this one's this one's a doozy of a dear prudy we got here. I'm very much to each his own, and I, I, I very much stress that. But this one has a lot of layers. It's like an onion, okay. this dear prudy. Here we'll we go. Sort it out. All right, here we go. Ready? We'll solve <clears> it in <throat> the next 12 minutes. That's exactly what we'll do. Five years ago, my best friend, Jane, air quotes, because they don't, you know, have to change the names to protect the innocent, started dating Scott. Eventually, Jane and I fell out because I didn't support their relationship. He was rude, often undermined her, and was a passionate Trump supporter. Jane and I are not Trump supporters. (laughs) Recently, they broke up. And Jane and I were subsequently able to make up. She told me that he'd been acting bizarrely and discovered he frequented white supremacist forums online. Oh, man. By the way, Jane is African-American. Uh-oh. She learned he had claimed to his racist buddies that he was only with her for her money, uh, that he was disgusted by physical contact with her, and that he would never have children with her. <laughs> now, okay, that, 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 that that's just the setup. Of Scott. But Jane is not with Scott any longer. No, no, no. Thank thank goodness. Yeah. All right. But the friend who's writing this letter goes on to say, I decided to submit an anonymous tip to the FBI about Scott's online involvement in white supremacy. <laughs> Hoping someone would keep tabs on him in case he ever escalated to violence. I stand by that decision and don't regret it. But when Jane found out, she was furious, Hmm. saying I should have trusted her to make the call. She has cut me out of her life. I'm disappointed because I truly value her friendship and did not do this to undermine her. I want to support my friend. Did I make the right call? And what should I do? Something's missing. But I something's missing. I think something's missing there because... So, So... so to recap, to give you the Cliff Notes version of the Dear Prudy Lover in six two nine seven nine seventy, chime in how you would handle this whole situation. Jane and Scott date. 
woman who is writing this, I'm assuming it's a, a woman writing this letter, says they fall out of favor because she didn't care for Scott, because Scott demeaned her, was a big Trump supporter, all this other stuff. Come to find out, they break up because Jane says, oh, he was acting bizarrely, and I find out he's part of a white supremacist forum online. So now the friend who was ostracized from Jane's life is back in good graces, but then goes and gives an anonymous tip to the FBI about Scott's online habits. And then when she tells friend who she just made up made up with, friend gets really upset and says, I don't want you in my life anymore. Be gone with you. What do you feel is missing? Well, I think what's what's confusing me there is is that Jane said that should have been my call right. to decide to call the FBI. Or to just or, or to or, write or to not. Or, yeah, exactly. Um so what I'm what's what's confusing me there is it sounds like maybe Jane either did or didn't want to call the FBI, and friend said, I'm just calling the FBI. Uh, oh, so you feel they had a discussion yeah. about this previous, and then the friend just made the call. Because why does the friend care at this point? Because the not... friend said, well, that while they're not together, the friend is afraid that Scott, because of the situation and with Jane being African-American and the fact that that's going on, he may escalate to violence. Oh. So she wants to do a preemptive strike to try to get the authorities involved to make sure that doesn't happen. How do you do this? How do you, I mean, there's, there's always that situation where somebody, you know, is in a relationship and you're going, oh my gosh, this is bad news. You, and you try to tell them that it's bad news. And does that ever work? No. Six two nine seven nine seventy. Maybe that's a better question. Have you ever been able to talk someone out of a bad relationship? Mm-hmm. They they always have to figure it out themselves. It seems like it. Something has to. I've been. I was a. I was a victim of it too. Yeah. When you're in the moment, you're like, no, everything's fine. It's okay. I really love this person. And then you find. Then you find out for yourself. You have to learn for yourself. But it's nice that friends have your back. But at the time, you're real jerks to them. And there's the other side of it where. Yeah, you you go through this horror, and you hear a friend say, "Yeah, I I could have told you that person was no good for you." you go, go, why, why didn't did you say it? something? I tried to, but you it's weren't a, listening. It's a no-win situation. No. You are on WMAY. Go ahead. I mean, the irony to me is that Scott, the, the scumbag Scott voice ex-boyfriend, is a Trump supporter, and Trump tells all of his supporters, "If you see something." Say something, and the ex-girlfriend's friend, who is not a Trump supporter, said something because she saw something, and the girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, is mad that she followed Trump's advice. There's a lot of layers here, obviously, um, and you can almost kind of take the political stuff out of it, but the, the beef seems to be uh, you ratted on my ex-boyfriend, that, that should have been, been my, my call, call. Yeah. Which, is, which is odd to me. Yeah, that she's sticking up for the guy. You're on WMAY. Yeah, hey guys, this may not so much have something to do with exactly the calling of the FBI on Scott, as maybe we don't know enough about the previous relationship, and this friend is always getting too intrusive and mm. forcing what she, her ideas on this other friend. And so after they rekindled, they got back together, and she did that, and she's like, that's it, I'm done with you. That, Nothing's changed. That's that, You know what? That could be a pattern of behavior with this friend. Very much so. And I wonder sometimes when a relationship ends, sometimes it's a total dumpster fire, but sometimes there's still sort of a, I don't want to be this with this person, but I still care about him. Correct. And so there's that discomfort of, hey, 
yeah, but I don't want this to go down. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to be with him, but I don't. I, I don't I, want I don't, the world to be wrecked. I don't either. see the need to send the FBI. Yeah. Hi, you're on WMAY. Hello. Hello. Go ahead. Hello. Hi. Hi, guys. Uh, you know, I'm not a relationship expert. Uh, I'm certainly not sure what change should do or shouldn't do. The weird feeling that I have on this thing, though, is that. As, as strange as my life has been for the last four or five months, I'm thinking I'm living with Jerry Seinfeld in 2020. Explain. You know, that we're doing a, a Jerry Seinfeld thing. That just everything seems surreal to you? Well, you know, I keep seeing Kramer as the, as the white nationalist. Okay. And... You know, and and the dude, the black dude that was on there, being the and, and I just, you know, I'm, I'm going. Okay, this is a relationship. If we were going to move Jerry Seinfeld's sitcom up to 2020, this is what it this would is what be it would like. This would be like. Yeah, I don't know what kind of sitcom you're writing in your head. There, <laughs> I, don't, but I, I would watch. I don't it. know. I'd give it a it shot sounds, at least. It sounds fascinating. It sounds better than half the crap they put on network TV already. So. <laughs> Let's give it a whirl and see what happens. To your point about it, it is weird how there are times where you'll have a buddy or somebody who gets so entangled with the person they're dating at the time Mm -hmm. that you never see and you're not friends. And the minute minute you break up that relationship, you're friends again. It's It's such a weird thing. And to your point, like you can't tell someone it's unwinnable. It's unwinnable because if you don't say something and then it breaks up, or there's always that time where they break up, and you go, "Oh, thank God," and they go, "Well, I still care. What if we get back together? Now mm-hmm. I know how you really feel." And yeah. then, and then that's bad too. It's and ridiculous. It's kind it's of lose lose. Yeah, and there's that there's that aspect too of. Okay, you can make jokes about your sister, but if I make a joke about your sister, yeah, I've crossed right. the line. You know, true, and so there's true. there's that there's so many strange dynamics going on, uh, and that's why and that's why I'm single. <laughs> that exactly. I don't it. even want to deal too, with this. It's too much work. I'll have all my uh, friends coming. It'll be more small talk yeah. with her friends. Yeah, it's there'd done. Be, there'd be sex. Yeah. I want I nothing wanna, to do with I that. I want nothing to do with that. That's <laughs> gross. Who would want anything to do with all that? Walking around, smelling nice, and being all soft. And I don't want anything to do with that. That's just a hassle is what that is. Having to look nice. I'm and... taking a stand. <laughs> Johnny, I'm glad you're standing for something. No to sex, <laughs> no to dating. It's all just a big mess. Ridiculous. It's too much. Well, here's what Prudy had to say to old uh, friend of Jane. She says, it may be cold comfort, but at least you have the gift of clarity in Jane's rejection. There's no way you can support her right now because she doesn't want to talk to you. Some of her response may be inflected by embarrassment that the man she loved held her in such contempt and successfully hid it from her for so long. She may find it easier to take some of her anger out on you since you're a readier and safer target than her racist exes. She may even now feel protective of him if she's made a habit of defending him from her friends and family over the years, or she may be frustrated over what she sees as a lost opportunity for her to regain control of the situation. Mm -hmm. All that feels right. Yeah, she said, but you sounded pretty secure in your choice you made. I think the only reason you're worried you made the wrong call is because Jane is angry now, not because you reassess the possible threat Scott poses to others. Maybe if you had spoken about this with her before you made your report, things would be different, but there's no guarantee of that. If mm-hmm. she had told you, no, don't send the tip, he really does, he doesn't really mean it, but you did anyway, you two would still have fallen over the exact same thing. So for now, the most you can do is think of Jane with compassion, 
from a distance. Nah, I don't like any of these people. Yeah, they're they're all pretty they're terrible. Just, <laughs> they really are just all terrible. Oh makers. man, what kind of lefty hoot nanny is this? Only the best kind. That's right. Any hoot nanny is pretty good time usually. I'll, I'll, I know what you mean. I know what you I know what you're telling me right now. Mike and Molson filling in for Jim Leach on News Talk ninety four point seven and nine seventy WMAY. 629-7970 is how you reach us. I don't know if this is at a Wawa. It just says a convenience store in Pennsylvania, so I'm going to think Wawa. It usually is. That, that's what it usually is. So there is an altercation between two individuals inside said convenience store. One individual then leaves the area, and the next thing you know, throws some spicy boom-boom sauce <laughs> As they're driving away. Yeah. As a weapon. As a weapon, yes. It hits the other person in the face and happens to go in the eyes. Eyes. A spicy boom boom sauce to the eye. Right in the eye. You got me right in the eye with that. <laughs> it, they temp- it temporarily blinded the person. That's how spicy the boom boom sauce yeah. is. Now, cops are looking for the attacker because they saw the interaction on surveillance from the from the Wawa, from the convenience store. But the boom boom so no one wants some boom boom sauce in your eye. See? Why are you wasting the spicy boom boom sauce, by the way? Well, I think I think this, you know, Jim spends a lot of time talking about we gotta, you know, melt down all the guns and never but you melt down the guns and people throw boom boom sauce. <laughs> Anything can happen. <laughs> you have just boom boom sauce all over the place. Yeah. I just like the name of that. Right. But, but how do you how do you call the cops in that situation? And go, I've been assaulted. 911, what's your emergency? I've been assaulted with boom boom sauce. <laughs> I got boom boom in my I got, eye. I got boom boom. <laughs> <laughs> sir, sir, how old are you? You two? Are you, the boom boom got in your eye. How'd the boom boom get in your eye? You should be down in the toilet. That's where you get the boom boom. Not in your eye. Oh, God. Boom boom sauce. Did you see that uh, Usain Bolt and his girlfriend had a baby? They did. Congratulations. Yep. Eight-time Olympic gold medalist Usain Bolt. He was uh, fun to watch Ron, man. Yeah. Uh, and normally, these dumb celebrity baby names. Apple. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, there's just there's too many of them. How old's right? Apple now, by the way? Uh, That's Paul Troll and uh, yeah. Chris Martin's kid. They're know. conscious uncoupling. You divorced, you weirdies. Um, but for the first time, I'm going, you know what? Usain Bolt, you get to you get to do oh, this. So, okay, so when we have the triumvirate of people at the hospital that say yay or nay, mm-hmm. thumbs up, thumbs down to the name, you would say thumbs I ma- up. I make an exception. Because, okay, what uh, is this one? Usain Bolt and his wife, Casey Bennett, welcomed their daughter, Olympia Lightning Bolt. Yeah, that's pretty catchy. Their- <laughs> that's a cool name. That's, that's a pretty cool name. At uh, least he didn't put Lightning as a first name. Right. Then you go, I don't know, but Olympia obviously makes sense because the Olympic athlete, and by the way, I would just always go by my middle name. Of course you would. What's yeah. your name? Lightning Bolt. Lightning Bolt. That's- Get out of my way. I mean, if you have a last name of Bolt, don't you have to? Right. I mean, it could have gone the other way. It could have been dead. Hi, I'm dead Bolt. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been bad. But Lightning Olympia, Lightning Bolt. And that's that's some pretty strong initials, too. OLB. Uh, or some of the other ones. Uh, yeah. Jet Jet Pilot or whatever was uh, Jason Lee's dumb kid name. Right. Uh, who was it? Uh Hang on, let me find that here. Okay. Are you looking at bad kid names? Yeah. Bad celebrity yeah. kid names? Apple is on here. Oh, uh, Jerry Hollowell and Sacha Gervasi, uh, they named That's kid, a Spice Girl, right? Yeah, Bluebell Madonna. Oh, that's terrible. Um, I, by, by the way, Madonna, have you seen 
her lately? No, she falling apart. Oh, oh. Did you? She has a a picture. Sixty one year old Madonna. God bless her. I mean, uh, but she has a picture of her holding her boobs in her hands, leaning on a crutch after knee surgery. Penn Gillette and Emily Zoltan, uh, their daughter Moxie, crime fighter. Okay, uh, a lot of Moxie with that one. Yeah. Uh, who else? It doesn't. It. Uh, Spike Lee's daughter is Satchel. That's fine. Uh, like Satchel Page. I got no problem with John that. John Mellencamp and Elaine Irwin have a kid named Speck Wild Horse. Whoa, 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 what? Yeah. Speck Wild Horse Mellencamp? Bono. There, a, there's no good out for that kid. No, there isn't. Bono's got a kid named Memphis Eve Sunny Day. Memphis Eve Sunny Day. That's terrible. Bono. I, I, I got no use for Bono. See, most of, the, yeah, most of these are ridiculous. Uh, Gwen Stefani has a kid named Zuma Nesta Rock. <laughs> Yeah, I do that. So these are, these are all terrible. No, they're except for Olympia, Olympia Lightning, Lightning Bolt. Bolt. That's all. Awesome. I'm okay with that one. I'm okay with that one as well. Yeah, I like the Money Pit. That's a nine point nine. Yeah, nine ten. Boom! Knocked it out of the park. You saying news next? Yeah, nice to meet you too. All right, have a good one, Mike and Molson. I can't remember who that young actor was. Lucas something. Oh yeah yeah yeah. That's where he's from. Yeah. Lucas, not Haas. I, I can't what remember. What is the hang-up with it? What is the hang-up with what? Always oh, talking about waist-down things. <laughs> no, that's our show. Yeah, really. Well, we'll handle all that. Yeah, that, that's our forte. It's Mike and Molson. We're filling in for Jim Leach on WMAY. 629-7970 is how you reach us. So there's a... Kanye West says he's running for president in 2020. Oh, that's right. He yeah. made that big announcement. So there's been some new research done about the, how palatable we see as a nation going ahead and voting for another celebrity as president. Mm-hmm. And it's not as prevalent this time around as one would think. In fact, the numbers show we would prefer not to vote a celebrity probably, uh, for president. Again, probably. Yeah, probably not. But uh, interesting, 629-7970. What celebrity would you vote for president if they're on the ballot? Because they they, roam, they ran those numbers, too. And it's always the usual suspects, right? Um, the biggest one, Oprah Winfrey, had the biggest amount of people who would vote at 19%. You know, and then that's that's what's interesting is Trump didn't particularly invent this. Uh, for years, people have said, well, why doesn't Oprah run? Why doesn't yeah. Robert Redford run? Why doesn't, uh, you know. So are you okay with a... A star in office. Correct. And who would it be? And who would that star be? 6297970. Because I just found it interesting that for the longest time, everyone's like, oh, you know, as a joke, it'd be funny to put a celebrity in the White House and ha 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 ha. And then we did. And now everyone's like, I don't want a celebrity anywhere near the White House. Because it used to be, well, we want someone there. They don't have to have any kind of political background or anything like that. They don't have to have an experience. Just... Uh, it looks like maybe you kind of have to, yeah. but I'm just wondering, six two nine seven nine seventy, is there a celebrity you would be comfortable with voting for? And I've always found it interesting, um, and you know, President Obama got a lot of heat because of his, he was a very polished speaker, and so there was like, oh, well, he's just, he's just, he just talks really well. He doesn't really have any substance there. He's right. Just he a, didn't he stick, uh, he didn't stick around in the Senate yeah. long enough or anything um, like that. He just reads things off a teleprompter, and he sounds good. But if you really, you know, um, and okay, there might be a point there in some fashion. But at the same time, to be a leader, you need to communicate your ideas clearly and mm-hmm. and motivate people. 
President Trump has that ability with a certain sector of people. Uh, gets them gets them motivated and, and if that's and what you're going on, up. if you, that's what you're going on, The Rock should be your guy. He that cuts is, a pro, he cuts a promo like no one's business. Yeah. I'd love to see, you know, Shaquille O'Neal can sell anything. <laughs> he really can. He's got Shaq. How many commercials does he he's do? He's got Shaqaroni pizza now from Papa John's. <laughs> right. He's like, what is it, Papa John's? He's, he's with the, the general. He's got the talc. He's got the foot powder. Yeah, Gold Bond. He, Icy he, Hot. He, uh, like Epson ink yeah. <laughs> cartridges. I mean, it, there's no there's no rhyme or reason, but he will sell anything. Maybe Shaq is president. Uh, so I would, yeah, I would, I would vote for him. Hi, you're on WMAY. Hey, guys. Hi. What's going on? Okay, that was Swoopy. <laughs> Hello. Just wanted to say hi. Hey, that's, that's fine. fine. Do that's that. fine. You don't have to say anything. He could at least said, I would have voted for you guys. Hi, you're on WMAY. Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent the for Nuge? You tell You talk about somebody who leaves no doubt as to what his opinion is yeah. or to how he feels about a subject or what he would do. It's Ted Nugent. Yeah, that would settle things down quite a bit. Would we change the national anthem to Wang Dang, that sweet you-know-what? <laughs> well, uh, uh, no, I don't think the national anthem needs to be tinkered with. Right. But uh, as far as, uh, you know, we don't need some softy in there that's going to dance around the issues or, or or not able to put two cogent words together. Yeah. And the Nuge could do it. All right. Like President Nuge. You want a guy who flies around a helicopter and shoots people with a net gun. <laughs> Surviving Thanks, Nugent was actually a VH1 show, and he a, did that. That would be amazing. Yeah. Hello, you're on WMAY. Okay, so as far as celebrities running for office, um, if I had to pick one, I'd definitely pick The Rock because I think he would do an amazing job. But I think people always forget that Ronald Reagan was an actor before he was governor of California mm-hmm. and then became president. And, Very true, and he yeah. got a lot of scrutiny about, well, he's just an actor. He can't possibly be a leader. But, you know, he was in politics a long time. Good call uh, on that but, one. But, was, that. but was an effective communicator. And when you yeah. think about people like Reagan, like Clinton, like Obama, um, who who were powerful that's, speakers, you that's go, a big all right, part there's, of it. there's something there. That That's a big part of it. Um, and it's, uh, it, it's something that could be problematic for Joe Biden. Mm, yeah. Because he's, yeah. he's a little fumbly. Oh, slightly. Uh, I mean, slightly. George W. Bush is going, check this guy out. <laughs> Look what at this. the hell? There's a fool me once, shame on fool, but this guy can't even get the fool me once. I mean, I admit, I goofed a couple of words here. I this mean, guy, geez. I, I admit I couldn't operate a door, but look at this guy. <laughs> I mean, they threw shoes at me, but at least I know where they go. So with as much, you know, with as low as President Trump's approval ratings are right now, ain't a shoe in. No, not at all. Some of the other celebrities that were on this list, so Oprah topped the this list of like 19% would support her. Then The Rock came in second. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elon, uh, Mark Cuban came in next. Interesting. Which is interesting. Then Elon Musk, and at the bottom of the list was Kanye West because they gave choices in those situations. Oh, those were the choices. Those were the choices in those situations. Is anybody really taking Kanye West? And what happened? He was a Trump supporter there for a little while. And then yeah, he, all he of a sudden, sort of now, just pulled his yeah, and now, now all of a sudden he wants his own. Uh, he wants to be president. Yeah. Apparently, he says the, the only people that con- have you read too deep into this no oh his only advisors thus far he's talked about in a recent interview he did like this two hour long interview he said his only advisors thus far are his wife kim kardashian and mm-hmm. elon musk right. and this a, is a sock puppet i talk to every once in a while hi you're in wmay yeah what something to think about okay okay Jack is president now could you see him in a meeting with like kim jong-un Oh, yeah. that'd be great. That'd be great optics. Look at the, look at the 
physical representation there. And if that doesn't intimidate that man, what will? I, I'm telling you, you're right on it. That's exactly what it is. It's like, have you ever seen a picture of Shaq and Kevin Hart together? Oh, it's hilarious. That's the exact same thing you're yeah, going to see right. when he goes at Kim Jong-un. And, I, and we I know lo- he likes basketball. I love the idea of Shaquille O'Neal mumbling through the State of the Union. Oh, that'd be so great. <laughs> the State of the Union is strong. Be strong. That's right. I'm going to go to my general, the general. Get the, yeah, I've actually got a cartoon general <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> running things. Going to give him the Medal of Honor. General, come on up here. Shakaroni for everybody. The WMAY Daily Poll is asking you this. Should students return to the classroom this fall? Your choices are yes, get back to normal. Somewhere in the middle, a mixture of in-class and online learning, or no, complete online learning. Daily poll is at WMAY.com slash poll. Brought to you by Adams Pest Control for commercial, residential, real estate, inspections, and termite control. Let me tell you what we got. Yeah, what are the results thus far, my friend? Uh, It's turned a little bit. Right now, 40% of you are saying a mixture of in-class and online Hmm. learning is what you'd prefer to see. Uh, 36% of you saying yes, back to normal, and 23% are saying... Complete online learning. I think there's going to be a mixture. Uh, that's that's what I think I can see Probably happening. Probably the best but, way to but, handle it. But we'll see what happens. Six two nine seven nine seventy is listener contact line. We're just talking about uh, celebrities you would vote for for president. Got some celebrity birthdays. There's a decent amount. And Johnny, you have the amazing innate ability to kind of figure out the age. Yeah. Which is impressive. Okay. Usually, I mean, if this was a Price is Right game, you'd be I'd up be there okay. spinning the big wheel. All right. All right, so here we I go. I didn't know this was a gift I had. Yes, yeah, so here we go. We will start. We'll throw you a little curveball to start because there's some people, some celebrities that in your mind are you're just fixed at a certain point mm-hmm. and they never age. That's why I ask you, how old is Fred Savage today? Oh. Fred Savage is probably because in your mind you're like Fred Savage is always, always the Wonder kid, Years yeah. kid, yeah. Um, Kevin so Arnold. With that in mind, I'm thinking he is 47. Close. He's 44. 44. Okay. 44. How about the original Shaft himself, Richard Roundtree? How old is Richard Roundtree today? Happy birthday to Shaft, by the way. Oh yeah. Talk about a great soundtrack. Why are we just now getting to talking about this? That's we could have done three hours. <laughs> Should have done three hours. A salute to Richard Roundtree. <laughs> um, he is seventy-one. Seventy-eight. Seventy-eight. For Richard Roundtree. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Courtney Love celebrating her birthday today. How old is Courtney Love? The fact that she's celebrating a birthday today, I think, is astounding to most right, people. Right. That should have been breaking news. Yeah. <laughs> this just in: Courtney Love still alive. I'm going to put her at 54. Oh, you are almost right on target. She's 56. 56, okay. Next, we go with Jack White. We'll stay music. Hmm. Of the White Stripes. He's one of those guys that he, I feel like he's older than he looks. Yes. And it seems like he's been around longer than Than he he has. has. Right. Um... This is a tough one for me when I was looking at because, like, some of those, okay, okay, Richard Roundtree, like NC78. But this one was interesting to me for Jack White. Is he 48? 45. 45. For Jack White. Okay. We move on. Next celebrity birthday today OJ Simpson. So, do you go to OJ Simpson's birthday party if he invites you? You don't let him cut the cake. Hey, oh. Think of a knife joke. Think of a knife joke. <laughs> think, think of a knife, knife joke. joke. Got cut it, the cake. Got it. Got ding, the cake. Ding, ding. That was, you just heard the If the cake of, don't fit, must have quit. 
Um, OJ is getting up there. 76. 73. 73. For OJ Simpson. And finally, the last celebrity in this round of celebrity birthdays, the star of what I believe Jim Leach once said was a fabulous. <laughs> uh, it, uh, it was a brilliant show. Brilliant. That's what it is. Bosom Buddies. Of Bosom Buddies. Tom Hanks' birthday. Oh, Tom today. Hanks. I thought yeah. it was going to be Peter Scolari. That <laughs> comic think, genius. You would, you would think it would go Scolari, but when you think Tom Hanks, you think the brilliance of Bosom Buddies. In my mind, Hanks is in kind of a Seinfeld generation. I'm putting him 67-ish. 64. 64. You're close. Okay. You, see, you're darn good on all these. You're usually plus or minus about two or three. And, and it's a really, it, yeah, it's a convoluted way as I, as I try to figure out when they were big. Yeah, when they're popular. And then, and then add, add 30 years to it or whatever. The, the, I would have never in a million years. Fred Savage, I had no idea. Yeah. When I, growing up watching The Wonder Years, I did not realize that Kevin Arnold was a year older than me in real life. Right. Because you look at, I always thought I was older than Kevin Arnold. Like, look at that chump. Look at that young chump. I, I would have done something with Winnie Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. You're I slow um, on the pickup there, Kevin Arnold. Yeah, I was surprised to find out that I'm the same age as Will Smith. Oh, wow. Really? Um, which I didn't, I would not have. You could have been the fresh prince. Of, I don't think I could have. You still could have been a prince. Yeah. Just not fresh. I don't, yeah, I don't think I could have done that. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's always it's always interesting when, particularly when you haven't seen people for a while and they get locked in time. Um, yeah. I didn't know Doc Severinsen was still alive. He just celebrated he is? his 93rd birthday. Holy cow. Week. Did you know a couple weeks ago we lost Hugh Downs? Hugh Downs. He was 99. Yeah. He waited till 2020 to actually die. <laughs> he finally just like, I'm Hugh Downs and I'm over and 2020. This is 2020. <laughs> and we're done. Good night. See you later. I made it to the right year. Coming up next, penis nurse. Nurse. But first, <laughs> penis nurse. <laughs> penis nurse. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh, that's one of my favorites. That and Gerd of Hotz. A half. It shows a man feeding treats to a Gerd of Hotz. <laughs> Gerd of Hoats. <laughs> the hell? <laughs> when did that kick in? Uh, we know Jackie Ivanko. Yes. We know the Mormon Tabernacle Choir, but some of the members of the Mormon Tabernacle Choir said, I don't know what I said, the Tabernacle? <laughs> <laughs> Tabernacle. As, I, as I'm talking, I'm like, yeah. see, Johnny to- is so discombobulated right now because he doesn't have his coffee next to him. What was that again? Say that word again, Greg. Dis- discombobulated. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about Hamambre. I, I forgot these. about Hamambre! <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy that one so much. That makes me smile. It's passion. It's, it's passion, passion behind it, yeah. I forgot about Hamambre! <laughs> oh my god, how can I do that? <laughs> Forget about Hamambre, even though I didn't say his name right. I played that clip so many times that I actually referred to him as Hamambre <laughs> in front of my kids, and they were looking at me like, what was the matter with, with you, you, crazy old man? All right, 6297970 is our telephone number. Uh, you into board games? Well, well, yeah. You know, board games kind of had a resurgence here. They did. Yeah. I, I, I was wondering if people still play them and what their favorite would be, because they did have a resurgence with the quarantine. The North American Scrabble Players Association, you know, oh. NASPA. <laughs> NASPA. <laughs> um, has made the decision... To remove several hundred offensive slurs from tournament level Scrabble play. Who's using slurs in tournament level Scrabble play? Good lord. 
What? <laughs> if you're usually if you're playing like words with friends or Scrabble across whatever app, yeah. it's like you're trying to figure out the best like quintessential. That's what you're trying to find. There you go. Yeah, something with a lot of Q's and X's yeah, in exactly. it. Exactly. You want something like that. Xylophone. Yeah. Zoo. Um Who's using slurs that they would have to take out? And so apparently, yeah, a 12-person advisory board from NAPSA, NAPSA. Uh, have yet to officially vote on the proposed ban of over 200 of offensive slurs. Now, um, the people at Hasbro, and they published the, um, I guess, the official, these are the accepted words okay. in Scrabble land. Um, they've got a website that has a bunch of the slurs, but they've they've scrambled them so that you don't look at them <laughs> and go, "Oh my God, that what? Yeah, I can't believe it's you offensive. That word. It's offensive word search. Yeah. Yikes! Um, but the are there some that are like obviously we all know the ones that are terrible, and I would and, hope and, you wouldn't and, be doing that. I, I want to know who's in a competitive tournament Scrabble environment and goes, "Gonna play this one." Yep. Could play this, could play this word, but going with this one instead. Now the Seattle Scrabble Club, that member of is that a part of? Is that a subsidiary of NAPSA? Is yeah, um, has a list of words that have been deemed. Inappropriate to play in Scrabble. Okay. And, you know, a lot of the swear words, obviously, you're not going to be dropping an F-bomb in the middle of a Scrabble Although the, game. Can, can you, that would be pretty awesome to do. Game over. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Um, but then there are some on here. Like, for example, if I were to, if I were to deploy badass... Okay, I don't have a problem with that. That one, they have said, uh-uh, not a, not an official word. Oh, that's you also can't... With, with two S's or two Z's? Badass. <laughs> well, both badass and badasses and badassed are all... I'd have never heard badass used before. Oh, that was... I, yeah, you're right. I'm sure I'm using the <laughs> sentence and I couldn't do it. You really can't. Uh, also... On the list of words you you may not deploy in a Scrabble game. In a Scrabble tournament. In a Scrabble game, tournament. Yeah. Uh, you can't say bazoom. Oh. <laughs> bazooms? You can't drop bazooms on the board? Neither one nor two bazooms oh, are, are, no. are allowed on What there. else am I going to do with my Z now? Right, right. Um, I get stuck in the Z. Um, by the way, bazooms probably with Z-O-O. So you could spell zoo, but you'd rather say bazooms. Well, yeah. So, yeah, right. If, if somebody, if somebody, let's say somebody has Zoom on the, on the thing, and you've got a BA, I'm, I'm taking that. I'm taking Bazooms. That's a great opportunity because I get a Z. <laughs> That's right. I get the points. Yeah. I forgot how. I, I didn't realize you could add on to words. Right. I forgot about. I haven't played Scrabble in so long. Uh, for some reason, they have said you can't. Uh, you can't use the word boink. <laughs> <laughs> They're taking away all the good ones. Boink should be acceptable. Because here's the thing. You play, that's what a Fred Flintstone would do to Barney every once in a while. That's right. Like boink, boink him on the head. Because here's the thing. You're playing a competitive <laughs> Scrabble tournament. You drop bazooms or boink down. You're taking the other guy right out of their game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're, I'm, I'm in your head, man. I'm in your head, man, with my boinking. Uh, and any, well, <laughs> Can you play boinking? No, you can't. Any, oh, any derivative. Boink, or boinked? Boink, boinked. Boinking or boinks <laughs> is out. Oh, that's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Can as, I still use ridiculous? As is booby and boobies. Oh. Well, if bazooms are out, yeah. you probably have to say the other ones are out. Um, Gazong is probably got, also not acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> I got so hung up when I was reading this list, I'm thinking, you know, are are these words that have, like, changed definition that oh, maybe that, that I don't reason, know? Yeah. Like, boink. Yeah, there's something something else going on with boink. Um, 
here's an interesting one where, again, you talk context is everything. um, And it's how do you make the decision on this one? But they have said you cannot use the word colored. Yeah, I can see where. Now, in a certain context, obviously, you can't use the word colored. Yeah. But I don't think you should use that one in Scrabble anyway. Why not? Yeah, just be better than that. (laughs) (laughs) Is what I'm saying to you. All right, all right, all right. Uh, All of the various um, derivatives of Uh, Richard are also out there. Oh, all of them? Yeah. You also uh, can't say effing, E-F-F-I-N-G. See, that seems to be appropriate. Yeah. Which I thought is what you say when you don't want to say say the other other one. Well, what do you say now if you want... what? If you want to say the word, but you want to not say the word, what do you use now on a Scrabble board? Yeah, that I don't know. I guess you have to. I guess you would have to spell out middle finger <laughs> for you to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. So the whole. I mean, there's a there's a paragraph here of all of the f words you can't say. Oh, I'm sure. Um, fudge still available? If, you know, fudge, you're all right. Okay, you can say fudge. Can say okay. fudge. Um, you can't say fatso. What? Or or all of the various farts. Okay. Fart, fart, and farting farts. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. That's half the fun. The first yeah. time you ever get to play Scrabble as a kid, you can't wait to play fart. You're like, someone someone puts art out there and you yeah. go, well, I got an F. This is going to have to happen. And and I know they're trying to be, uh, you know, give equal time here, uh, but you, can't, you also can't deploy honky. <laughs> well, that's good. You probably should not be able oh, to do on. that. Of all the slurs out there, that's a, that's a hilarious one. <laughs> yes, that is true. <laughs> uh, but who's playing these words? Right, in a com- exactly. In a competitive Scrabble situation, this is the stuff that you, that you play with your buddies or inside a family. But you're at a com- maybe you're at a competitive Scrabble game, and you go going to play farts. You're sitting at home with your family and friends, though, and you're going to what? You're going to say bazooms? Oh yeah. Okay. Why wouldn't you say bazooms? You don't know my family. My family probably would play the f bomb first. Well, and I thought too that at least one of the rules of Scrabble was it's got to be in the dictionary. That's what I thought. Yeah, and uh, I don't think bazooms is in the dictionary. Well, let me look it up. Okay, I'm going to look it up, up right now, real quick, on the phone here. Um, See if bazooms is in the dictionary. Dictionary.com. P P peeing or peas. What? Wait, but you but you get to do P E A S right? You can do P E A S, but not P E E S. What if you have trouble spelling and you think P's are P's? Hang on. I'm going to look this up and make sure I'm not about to say something. Oh, I'm sure you're going to say something. Good thing you looked it up first. Um, go to trusty Urban Dictionary. Okay. To see if I'm, if, if something, if some for some reason. They always changed. corrupt a lot of things. Yeah. All right. Let me okay, see. Okay, no. There's P- not, okay, I can't see any reason. Okay. So the one I'm looking up right now is Pepsi. Pepsi? I guess because it's a product. Can you say Coke? I don't. It no. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't say. <laughs> or anything. root beer. You can say squirt. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can say squirt. <laughs> no results found for bazooms on online dictionary. Yeah, so not. It's, it's not a. It's a word, but it's not a real word you could use. Uh. Still, I get it. I I get what Scrabble's doing, but some of these should be able to be right. played. But I still don't understand in a competitive situation. How did you get the if if. If these are the words you're playing, how did you progress in a tournament? Mm-hmm. If you're the guy playing bazooms, fart, and, <laughs> and something else. Uh, you can't say wazoo. 
Wazoo. You, know, you got so much up the wazoo. <laughs> yeah, oh there, yeah. I guess is where I had coming out my wazoo. Right. I haven't heard that in coming forever. Coming up or out or in or under. You don't want anything going with the wazoo. Why? Why do you suppose you? <laughs> See, I've never heard. This. Why do you suppose you can't say wrinklies? <laughs> wrinklies. I th- I think I know. What I you... think I know what they're referring to. <laughs> because depending on where you play wrinklies on the board, <laughs> someone could play another word, and it'd be a little weird for you. Uh, turd is right out. You can't. Oh, do that. that's that, that's a, is it, that's got to be in the dictionary, right? So I'm so. assuming if you can't play if you can't play peas and you can't play turd, you can't play poop, right? Um, what so am yeah, I going to play? What am I going to strange... play? I'm never I'm never entering one of your tournaments again. This is ridiculous. You can't say poof. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that you word. Throw, no, you throw your smoke bomb down and poof. poof. You yeah. are, you've, What's the magician do? <laughs> poof. The lady's gone. Yes, she's gone. What are you supposed to do? I mean, yeah, there are ways you can use that word completely inappropriately. Yeah, you can. But it's a legit word. It is. Poof. It's gone. Hello, you're on WMAY. Hi. Um... One of you asked the question, how can you advance if you're using words like bazoom? Yeah. Well, I think it's because there's a Z in it. And isn't Z a high oh, yeah, like yeah. A high point letter? Yeah. So they'll probably think of words like that with Zs and Xs and all that. And you're going to advance to a tournament pretty quickly. Okay. Patty. Now, wrinklies. Yes. Yes, go ahead. What about wrinklies? What about wrinklies? No. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a real word. Wrinkles, wrinkly. Yeah. That sounds real. Wrinklies. It sounds like, oh, I got a case of the wrinklies. And that just, I don't know. That just. Yeah, yeah no one wants a case of the no, wrinklies. Okay. So, <laughs> Patty, we're sitting we're sitting at the kitchen table there and we're playing uh, Scrabble. And I, put, yes. and I put the word Johnson <laughs> on the board. Are you kicking me out of your house? No, but if we had established proper nouns are allowed. Okay. okay. Yeah. Right. That's a proper. I see that as a proper noun. You're right. All right. You're no. right. No, I think it's just a noun. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> well, then you're getting slapped across the face. <laughs> yes. You don't want an improper noun put on the scrapbook board. Mm-hmm. So. I don't want the Johnson put on the scrapbook. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No one does. That's not for mixed company. Yeah. So. No. So those are All just right. some of the ones that All you right. can't be. Especially next to the wrinklies. Yes. <laughs> you can't. You can't. Okay. Look at this. You can't say nookie. Oh, come on. See? That's a lot. That, that's a much more polite way. Thanks, oh, thanks, oh wow. She just hung up she, on she, me. She, you, you got away with Johnson, hey. but not Nookie. <laughs> All right. I'll tolerate some of this dirty talk from you, Molson. <laughs> you can put Johnson on my table, but there'll be no Nookie on my table. Maybe your wrinkly Nookies I don't want anything to do with. <laughs> your wrinklies, <laughs> wrinklies have a Nookie. Oh, my God. I like that bit. Oh, that's a good fun bit. God almighty. Oh, good. We're still here. Yeah, we are. We made it through another show, kind of. Three minutes left. FCC lets us say those things, but yeah. Scrabble Hasbro says no. No, not. you shall not say bazooms or <laughs> fatso or wrinklies. How dare you? I want to sit in on that conversation when they go, I don't think you can say wrinklies. Yeah, thumbs up or down. Wrinklies, no. I'm That's okay. a little weird. No, I'm okay with that. You can leave that one in. <laughs> um, by the way, our resident poet laureate uh, for WMAY has chimed in. If you recall, early on the show, we talked about celebrities you would actually want to vote for for president. Here is what uh, the Poet Laureate had to say. Since you ask me, I hope you agree. What I would like is President Mike and Johnny for VP. Yeah, how about that? Yay! Well done, Thanks, sir. Poet. I like that. Although Johnny probably should be president, and I'd be more vice president. <clears throat> uh, quickly, before we go, we only have a couple minutes left. The craziness that is the Johnny Depp trial over in Europe continues to go a little nutso. 
he took the stand yesterday. Uh, he was being cross-examined. And apparently at one point, um, at one stage, the, the, the representing the son, the lawyer said, quote, at one stage you took a hold of Mrs. Heard's dog pistol, holding the dog out the window, and you started making howling noises, uh, saying you may throw it out that window. So he, wow. took, he took the dog and held out the window while high on cocaine, apparently as well, for Johnny Depp. Apparently, he also did concede that he joked with Heard and her sister about putting the dog in the microwave. And he said, wow. it was a running joke. Everyone was in on it. <laughs> it was a running joke of me putting the, the dog in the microwave. You know how families do. You know, you get coked up and you joke about putting a dog in a microwave. That's just how things go. Every family has their inside jokes. And that so was one of ours. So he's even crazier than I thought he was. Yeah, yeah. This is, this is going to get... Uh, it's going to get even weirder. Wonderfully weird, yeah. Yeah, even weird. Apparently, there was also text messages read between him and Paul Bettany about how he was going to burn Amber Heard and then like spread the ashes somewhere it was it it's not going well no for kidding. Mr. Yeah. Wow. This whole thing is just weird. Like, there's nobody. You don't like anybody coming right. out of this thing. Because Amber Heard has done stuff. She pooped in the bed. We heard that yesterday. And she also did a bunch of other things to and, him. And blame the dog and that was about the to dog be put in the microwave. Yeah, maybe that's why you want to throw the dog out the window. Maybe next time don't blame the dog that pooped in the bed. <laughs> you wouldn't have a j- jacked up on cocaine Johnny Depp trying to microwave your dog. Right. Yeah. Take a little responsibility. <laughs> Captain Jack trying to microwave the monkey now in the next Pirates of the Caribbean. Brother Frank? Hey, Frank. You ready to go? You ready to do this? Okay. It's your turn. It's your turn. You're up. I'm looking forward to what you have to talk about. Frank McNeil. I don't know if it'll be as exciting as Johnson's on your Scrabble board, but... <laughs> don't ever do that. <laughs> totally wrong. <laughs>